Welcome to another edition to Fueling the Flame. We're, we're here to help you build strong and successful marriage. We're here in Flame Studios, continuing our third season. You know, the Bible says that to remove all the foxes, that's in our marriage. What are these foxes? These are the, 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 the things that we do that come in and literally destroy, ruin our marriage. So let's talk about several of these foxes that we need to get rid of. First of one is pride. Bible says that pride comes before the fall and a destruction before the haughty spirit. See, when we make marriage about me, my happiness, right? You're here to meet my needs. Right? And that's, you know, you know, that's a misleading expectation that quickly fills us with, you know, dissatisfaction, discontent, disillusion about ourselves, about our marriage. Because we, we're, we're so into me, so into, you know, into, into pride and, you know, that's why team, people like narcissists, right, gaslighters, right, sociopaths are all about me, all about controlling you so you meet my needs, so you, right, are my servant. So what do we do? We use anger. We use anger to to control people. We use anger to get our way. We use, you know, manipulation and deception. All to get what we want. And it slowly eats away at our marriage. Slowly, one piece by piece begins to destroy our marriage. Because there's only a certain point that our spouse can take it. And then it's going to come out a day, a come a time when the, it comes to a boiling point and your spouse had had enough. I had enough to hear with you. And that's why divorce may come quickly because we're not humbling ourselves, putting our spouse above our needs, not putting our spouse above us, what we want, right? Talking, about, We should be talking about what we want, what you want first, what we want as a, as a family. Now, what, what I think is best for the family, but what we think is best for the family. You know, I, there, there's a saying, which is so true in life, that we either eat a spoonful of humility in private daily, or we're going to eat humble pie in public and I've seen it 
you know, with, with friends and family, even with my own life, that my refusal to eat humble pie, right? The refusal to eat, right? Take a spoonful of humility led me to eating humble pie. I talked about in the last season my my year of attempted suicide three times because I refused to admit I was suffering. I refused to admit I was imperfect. I refused to admit I needed help. This pride in me started welling up that I had to put on a show. I had to put on this act in front of everybody until when 2007 came right I had to eat humble pie for everybody to see that's why it's so important people right especially as husbands humble ourselves don't 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 get easily into control don't get easily get into anger because that only shows our pride in us we get angry behave like a spoiled brat I want things my way I want it now we have a tantrum it only reveals our pride we cannot have this pride in us we cannot right control anybody but ourselves we want to try to change our spouse and we get mad and frustrated when they don't change change starts with me first if I expect my spouse to change, I need to change first. I gotta humble myself first and change me. Then when our spouse sees the change, they're gonna be more open to changing themselves. You see, we gotta ditch this pride. We gotta ditch, right? Leave the pride behind. Daily take the spoonful of humility before we eat humble pie in public. It's gonna be the ugly scene. It's not gonna be worth it. I encourage you, right? Take that spoonful of humility daily. You know, another thing that I said that we need to lose in our marriage is selfishness kind of rides the wave of pride right one thing that I see couples do have separate bank accounts oh it's my money right I can do whatever I want with it well that's true you earned it but now once you become husband and wife everything becomes shared your money your possessions your food everything becomes shared now and what I see couples do right is that they spend the money their money on themselves 
on foolish things, on childish things, and not even give a dime to help pay the mortgage, not help pay the bills, not help pay you know for the children, not pay for a date night. I've seen two extremes, right? The hoarder side, that they cannot get rid of things. They fill their homes with stuff they don't need. And it only damaged, not only the house, it, only, it damaged the, the, the marriage and the family. I see hoarders, right, destroy the family from within. I see the other extreme, right? The one that withholds the money, the saver, right? On a tight budget, I've 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 counseled couples that you know each child is only allotted a certain amount of pieces of cereal or a certain amount of pieces of cookies. Regardless how you cut cut it. It's selfishness. Your first priority as husband and wife is to each other. Making sure the needs of each other are met, right? Are you putting food on the table, clothes behind the back, right? A roof over their head. Make sure that the basic needs of the family of the marriage are taken care of, you know. Another thing that I see within this marriage that kind of rides the wave of selfishness is laziness, right? One spouse expects the other spouse to do everything. Cook, clean, take care of the kids, run all the errands, while the other one just goes to work, you know, does the hobby, spend time with a friend, right? And spend zero time helping. A little time when both wife and husband are working full-time jobs, right? You gotta come together, work together. Marriage is a teamwork. That's why the goal of marriage is unity, right? Two, becoming one. You got to act together as a team. Having each other's back, working together, getting the job done, right? Meeting the the goals of of the family, of the marriage. You know, there's a saying, right? There is no I in team. There is no you in team you want to make your marriage successful pitch in help out even though you know you may have a long day at work right you may have you know a tough season right now sometimes you got to put our feelings aside for the sake of the marriage For the sake of the marriage. 
I encourage you, if you don't have a joint account, close your separate accounts. Make a joint account. It's better. It helps you towards the goal of unity. Finally, right, we got to get rid of the the fox of addiction. Addiction, whether it be drugs, alcohol, pornography, right? You know, some new things have come up, right? Things like spending. Uh, You're addicted to spending that you're not going to be happy until you spend all your money. Are you addicted to your hobbies? Addicted to meeting your 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 friends? An addiction is something that you cannot live without. I hear an excuse. I'm gonna die if I don't have it. And I, you know, I I tell couples, I can prove that wrong. Let's go on the road of quitting this bad habit let's go on a road of ending this bad habit right it may, it's going to be a, a you know a year to two year journey but in the end I look are you dead you're not dead you're alive and you're better for it sometimes we hold on Right, to the past, we hold on to these addictions because it, it, it gives us comfort, it gives us security. Change is hard because, right, we think we gotta do it alone. And that's when we fail. If we're finding ourselves spending more time in our addiction, we're spending you know, more time, more money in our addiction. It's time to quit. Time to quit, right? The drugs, the alcohol, playing video games, spending whatever it is, whatever is is is, is holding you down. Taking time. Money, affection, attention away from your marriage and from your family. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Because in the end, it's going only going to ruin and destroy everything in your life. You're going to hit rock bottom real quick. Real quick. You see? But how do we asking how how do we get rid of these foxes? You know, psychologists say to be successful in life, you have to unlearn certain behaviors and relearn better ones. We have to choose to unlearn these bad behaviors and choose to learn the good behaviors, right? To give, serve, humility, right? Freedom, character, maturity, all our learned behaviors. 
That's why, right, we got to choose, willingly choose to not practice these behaviors anymore. And then choose to practice the behaviors that we want to have. That helps us in life, helps our marriage, helps our relationships. Sometimes you're going to need the help of a counselor, psychologist, marriage counselor. You might need a class, a group, AA, right? Or a drug rehab center. A pastor or a friend that will hold you accountable. Anything to help us unlearn these bad behaviors. You gotta choose. It's a choice. Right? Doctors say, right, to improve our life, to improve our marriage, to improve our situation, we gotta change the way we think. We don't see or hear with our eyes and our ears. We see and hear with our brain and our mind, our perception, how we think it's what we see, what we hear. We change that. We change our life. Change our marriage. Change our relationship. I believe time has come, husbands and wives, right, to stop these destructive behaviors in our marriage, in our family. Replace them, unlearn them, and relearn better behaviors. Relearn practices and and behaviors that will improve our marriage, make our marriage better. Take the first step. Take the first step. Choose to get rid of them. Choose to change.